I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Hey, what's happening? Happy Thursday. Good afternoon and welcome to the Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you as always by Happy State Bank. Alongside the one and only George Christopher Sneed. I'm Choice Woodman. Clint Scott, back behind the glass taking care of us. You are more than welcome to chime in. You got thoughts, you got comments, questions, bring it all in. Yates Flooring Center chat line yours through the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Visual Edge IT hotline open as well, 806-771-0973. Hey, yo, Sneeder! What's up? Uh, get better. Are you uh, you in the golf mood today? Uh, got a little Raider Red golfing on your shirt there. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's a little chilly to golf today. Ludwig Auberg. Okay. Shout out. Number 11 player in the world. I'm a fan. One of us. Hashtag one of us. One of us. I just I just wish I could play a hole as good as he plays any hole. Uh, yeah, that would be nice. When are we going to go golfing together? Have we never golfed together? You're no, good. You've mini golfed I'm not, together. No, I'm not. No, I'm you're not good. good. No, you, you, you played golf by yourself in Shreveport and okay. and shot in the 80s. Okay, that's not good. Here's here's I'm the an average golf. Here's what I would say. You're a golfer. I play golf. There's a difference. Not true. No, there is a difference. I don't golf enough to be called a golfer. What did you shoot last time you played? I don't know. Whatever it was in Shreveport, mid 80s. Mid 80s. If I had played that day, I would have shot in the mid-hundreds. No. Yes. We're going to golf together. Okay. Although the last time I played, I played Rawls, I think I shot a legit 90-96. I was pretty happy with that. All right. I was very happy with that. I like tournaments with teams and fun, so that's what we should do. I am a a classic D player, and I don't make any bones about it. You know, because you – you know me. Every if I'm good at anything, player. if I'm slightly good at anything, I'm going to tell the world about it. That you know what you've got a point. So yes. I, mean, I mean, you do have a point. I mean, as as the world has told me, are you uh, are you super excited? We're two days away from the Super Bowl. Nope, three days. Man, I thought we were on Friday already. It's it's. I mean, I uh, I I placed. Uh, my wing order. Your wing order hits in? Yeah. Okay, good. Are you more excited for that or that we are eight days away from Texas Tech baseball season getting underway? I am uh, – I got a lot between that. I mean, I got I got a <laughs> Super Bowl. Uh, there's a lot between that. Sure. I got, I've got uh, the College Baseball Hall of Fame induction in Overland Park uh-huh. on Thursday. Sheesh. Are you going straight from there to – I'm going straight from there to, to Arlington. Arlington. You got the flights in the correct spots, right? Oh, God. <laughs> Kansas City. No, no, no. Dallas. Yeah, we need look, to check I that. i got to make sure. Make sure we got them all in the I am making sure. That correct is spots, scary. right days. we got to make so sure. so scary. Okay, so Wednesday. <laughs> have you ever – so, like, is this a recent thing or have you always struggled with – No, uh, I, am a, I am a dead-on good travel guy. But it's just got you a little paranoid recently. Because... It really is. I mean, so <laughs> – I leave 5 a.m. Wednesday. Uh, okay, I get to Kansas City at 10 a.m. There you go. And then I fly from Kansas City. This is on Friday, February 16th. Okay. I land in Dallas at 12:29. Are you going straight to the uh, the Texas pre- Live? Pre- no, I'll, I'll probably park. go to my hotel. Okay. And um, and uh, I would and say pregame at the hotel. No. Oh. No. Come on, it's a whole weekend, man. I'll don't worry. I will. You, are you, are you going to – Saturday night, what are you and uh, the wife doing? I don't know. Come with us. We're going to go do some karaoke. Karaoke? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we're – We're going to go to Max Tavern. Come on, We are go. away from children. So exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, and we've got a we'll hotel get an Uber. Room, so we'll get an Uber. We'll get an Uber. We'll get an Uber and we'll go. 
Uh, Max Tavern is right over there in Arlington. I'm going to give you a solid maybe. Yeah, that's a no. <laughs> I don't want to lean all the way to probably, but I'll give you a solid maybe. That's that's absolutely a no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'll see that's what a, I have going on with my schedule. A, I'm not even going to tell over. my wife. If you told my wife... She would probably want to do this. I will tell you this: it's it's a, it's fun. It's going. We're, we'll go to this place. It's it's a dive. Okay. It's a complete dive, and I love it. That's my that's my kind of place. Okay. It's where are you staying? In Arlington? I don't even remember. I have to look. It's it's relatively close to the hotels. Okay. It's very close to. I don't to, think I'm in Arlington. I think I'm like ten miles. Wow. Ten minutes away. Yeah. Well, it's it's in Arlington. So maybe it's, it's be fun. Or something. It'll be fun. It'll be good times. <laughs> for some people, what you, I don't think I've done karaoke. Guy too? I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've done like real karaoke since college. Fun. I He's love just it, been doing that underground stuff for like five years. Oh, I mean, I sing. It, I sing on my kids' karaoke no, machine all the no, time. See, I might. I might be out again tonight. Is that the underground? Might stuff? be out tonight again. Out tonight. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, on the town, week. folks. No, where I went last week, dinner and karaoke. <laughs> Yellow Rose? What? <laughs> Is that even still a thing? I hope not. <laughs> I can tell you some stories. Oh, about I'm mixing up Yellow Rose and Adolph. Yes. Gosh, you are. And there's a, I mean, that is a big difference. Way big difference. I've never been to either place, but well, I've heard people you, talk about both places. You, so. you probably smell the same when you walk out of each one. <laughs> okay. Yellow Rose already sounds like a more nefarious thing. I'm getting a phone call from a person that should very well know that I'm on the air. It's because uh, they're worried about you and the yellow rose. I just got a text message uh, from our good buddy, Rodney Allison. Oh. Said he's listening to us in Hawaii right now. What is it, like 7 a.m.? Sent me a picture. Is he on the the golf course? From the golf course. Says, come play with me. Oh, man. See, that's not even fair, Rodney. <laughs> I sent him a text on his Attaboy. birthday, and he said, "I'm getting ready to go to the golf course." And I was like, "Man, I bet he's golfing all the time, man. Living in Hawaii, yeah. former Texas Tech great, now all-time Texas Tech great." Uh, Rodney, thanks, Rodney. Now I'm just jealous, and I'll be thinking about golfing in Hawaii the whole time. Y'all can uh, keep hitting us up. We will talk some Super Bowl. We'll talk some uh, basketball, a little baseball, as we are eight days out from the Red Raiders getting the season underway i've got a little uh it's not a pop quiz for you but it's just a i'm in a chart i'm in it's just a chart interesting chart for most touchdown combos against each team in the nfl we'll see how many of these you can kind of guess so i'll give you the team and you got to give me the the duo that has scored the most touchdowns, passing touchdowns, against that team. Against that team? Yeah, all time. So it's not for that team, against no, that team. Against that team. <gasps> See, I was already going, all right, Montana to Rice, good, I'm in. Yeah, you got you got that. No, I think you'll get quite a few of them. I think you'll get quite a few of them. Some modern, In the Super some, Bowl? No, 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 this is all time. Just oh, all time. Oh, wow. Oh, no. man, I don't know about that, man. No. Okay, sure. Okay, sure. It's not, it's not a quiz. It's a little too hard for a quiz, but I think you'll get quite a few of them. I'll get, okay. we'll, we'll definitely get the, I, I, okay. Sounds good. the surface level stuff. I'm in. I'm in. Okay, for some people. <laughs> no, I'm saying we'll hit the surface level stuff. Like I, I won't uh, force you to know who has scored the most TDs all time against the Buccaneers, but he's already thinking on it. Y'all bring in your thoughts. I'm gonna- I'm going to bet that's probably a Minnesota Vikings. I'm going to go someone like Ronald Cunningham okay. to uh, – not Ronald Cunningham. Who was that? Uh, Tarkenton to – To who? Kramer to Kramer. Kramer Tommy to Kramer. Kramer. It's the bottom line. we got headlines for you. Coming up next on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth. Or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Alongside Chris Need, I'm Choice Woodman. You got the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Keep this up. Whatever you want to bring in, thoughts, comments, questions, all of it. Welcome on the Yates Flowing Center chat line. We're with you till 3 o'clock today. Yo, Sneedley. Yes, sir. You answered to it. Oh, 
Jeez. You did answer to it. I did. That's not approved. All right. So, (laughs) NFL most touchdowns against per team. And this is a uh, per duo. Okay. Where do you want to start? What team? Well, let's start with the Dallas Cowboys. Why not? Terry Bradshaw, that's one. We're Cowboys fans. No, it is actually in the in Cowboys history, the duo uh, hails from the Cardinals. Um, Neil Lomax to so and so. To Roy Green. Roy Green. No, that's a great guess because that is the Commanders. That is the most against the Cardinals. Neil Lomax to uh, Roy Green is the most against the Commanders all time. It's not, not, that was a pretty it's good pull. Not Jim Hart to uh, um, this blank up. screen, dude. It's Jim Hart to. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of See blank. if you can pull the receiver. <sighs> I can't remember the receiver's name. Mel Gray. Yeah, I would have never got Mel Gray. Okay. Yeah, but you got Jim Hart. That's yeah. that's pretty. Well, there's good. only. I mean, I know Cardinals. Cardinals yeah, wasn't yeah. Kyler Murray yeah. doing it? So, yeah, fair. Um, okay, pretty good. How about uh, a more recent one? Bears, the Bears. Who's who said the most? Both of y'all can. I don't know why. It's, you can turn your mic on. It's okay. I was gonna let him guess first. Oh, okay. I was. I actually was gonna say, um, uh, Fred Favre. He's, so I'll, I'll I'll take Rogers. This is Rogers. Aaron, Aaron Roger to to who? I is it a former Kansas State receiver? Jordy Nelson. Okay, I was about to say I don't think he no, went there. No, because um, I, I actually you know it was gonna be I was gonna say uh, far to Tremura. That's a good guess. Yeah. Uh, Devonte Adams. Oh. Oh wow. So. Oh, yeah. Real, real recent. Yeah. Yeah, very recent. I wouldn't have got there. All right, so uh, most against the Giants. The Gigantes? Yeah. Most ever against the Giants. Is it a Cowboy? It is a Cowboy. That's a, The problem you have is that you, you could go a lot of different directions there. Uh-huh. I'm going to go Michael Irvin. think more recent. Really? Yeah. Quincy Carter. Q cock. Even more recent than that. <laughs> um, it it can't be Romo and Dez. Is you got half of it right. Which half? Is Romo. It Romo. Oh, who did he throw to? Oh, is it a tight end? Uh, Romo Witten. Yeah. Yep. Romo to Witten is the most touchdown combo against the Giants. I'm, All right. Uh, I'm so sorry. I I'm not. I just. Not for yourself, Snead. The uh, three of these are not Montana to Young, but or Montana to Rice, but Steve Young to Jerry Rice yeah. has the record against three teams: Falcons, uh, Rams, and Saints. All Young to Rice. That combo. Jim Kelly to Andre Reed. Yeah, is is on two different lists. That's against the Colts and Jets. the Dolphins. Oh. That was Dolphins. That would have been up on the Jets. Jets is Dan Marino to Mark Clayton. That's not surprising. Yeah. Uh, Jaguars, Peyton Manning to Dallas Clark. Oh. And Texans is Peyton Manning to Reggie Wayne. So I think he's the only quarterback that has a, Interesting. Has a different one. Um, that, but the one listed more than anybody. Drew Bledsoe. Uh, Hold on. Is it is it Tom Brady? No, it is tied. It's tied with the Steve Young one. It is Johnny Unitas to see how deep you can go on this. I'm trying to remember that uh I can picture him. Is the uh Raymond? Raymond Floyd. Uh Raymond uh Twig and Ray, Ray, Raymond Berry. Raymond Berry. Ray Floyd's golfer. Raymond Berry. <laughs> Raymond Berry. That's that's who I was trying to get to pull the name uh, off. Against the 49ers. The 49ers? Yeah, that one. Uh, the, I didn't think and then they... Lions Packers. 
Lions and Packers. So those three. But oh, Lions and the Packers. Yes. Okay. Also, Packers, uh, Rodgers and Devontae Adams also own one against the Vikings. So, wow. So those are the combinations. Uh, I, I should probably mention Clint's Chiefs as well. Any Chefs. guess over there? Is it Philip Rivers? Correct on half of it. Is it Antonio Gates? That is correct. I hate that combo very much. <laughs> so that makes sense. I bet for a lot of fans, they'd be like, okay, who's the one that I is can't it, stand? Is, is Mahomes the first one on anybody's list? Mahomes is not there yet. I would. The reason I thought this was pretty interesting, too, because when I initially saw this, I'm like, Mahomes, Kelsey's got to be on one it's of these. Gonna be. Who was the Raiders, did you say? Uh, Raiders. Because if, if it was Mahomes... That would be my guess. The problem is, is he's not the problem. It's a good thing he really has distributed well. No, Raiders, the Raiders is Chargers as well. Dan Winslow to Kellen. Kel- Kellen Winslow. I mean, Kellen Winslow. Dan Fouts. <laughs> Dan, Fouts. Dan Winslow Dan to <laughs> Kellen Fouts. Dan in an alternate Winslow. universe. I'm drunk. You know on that guy, Dan today. Winslow. Which one's the quarterback? Which one's the tight end? <laughs> Kellen yeah. Fouts. Yeah, it all, it's all the same. It's all the same. That's Kevin Fouts. Horse name. It's all the same. That was the year Coriel. So there you go. All right, Sneed. Switching. Hard left right here. Uh-oh. Is it time? No, it's not time. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about it. I want, we've hit the halfway point in, in tech basketball. Okay? Yeah. We're halfway. You've, yeah. you've gone nine Big 12 play. Yeah. You've gone nine games so far. The first six were pretty good. Uh, last three have not, not, so much. not been as good. You're five and four. I want you to uh, quickly – we're going to go through and you're going to take me – how many wins you get in the second half of the season? And okay. We'll go game by game. Okay. And you can put on a homer hat. You don't have to. I'm not. Whatever I'm you just think. Just going to be as honest as I can you be. You legitimately right think. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech will finish at. All right. Here we go. Uh, your next game coming up this weekend is at home against UCF. Win. That's a win. At home against eighth-ranked Kansas, which I don't know if they'll have the eight next to their name or not. Loss. That's not what you said before the Baylor game. No. <laughs> that, then you the Baylor said game it, happened. <laughs> but you told us you're going to lose to Baylor, beat UCF, beat Kansas. Okay. Okay, fine. Win. No, no, I'm not. Don't let me sway oh, you. Oh, okay. No, okay. it's one and one. Loss. Okay. Uh, at number 12, Iowa State. Loss. Okay. Um, versus number 25, TCU. It's at home. Win. I don't know if they're 25 anymore. Okay. So you got that one as a win. Dubs. After that, you got a road trip to UCF. Loss. Okay. Hate saying that. Uh, at home versus Texas. Win. Dubs. V- at West Virginia. I'm going to go win. Okay. Uh, at Oklahoma State. Win. Okay. And then at home against number 18, Baylor. I'm going to go win. Okay. So Clint goes six and three. Oh, Sneed went six and three. I think I have six and three as well. Just different losses. Yeah. I Mine is a win against Kansas and a loss – Against West Virginia, and I think that's the, the, the only difference. The thing about it is, from you. you know, you're you're only really ominous. Just can't win it. Road game is Iowa State. Of every game you have left on your schedule, that's the only one I look at and say you don't stand much of a chance. Yeah, because I, I, everything I, mean, I, I hate the fact that we're going to be at this game watching party Saturday. Yeah. We're all going to be fired up, and we're going to get worked. I I, I think we could get. Right out of the gym that day. So, All the way out of the gym. So Saturday, oh, yeah, that'll be – is that going to be at Texas Live? It's, it's, yeah, it's at Texas Live, and okay. it's a, that's an 11 a.m. tip, I believe. Yeah, it is. So, Although the last time at Texas Live there was a road game at Texas that was an awfully fun result, yes? Yeah, but there's a whole lot of different energy in that one. Make I'm it just, happen, I'm Captain. just pulling from things. I'm just saying. All right. So bottom line – Y'all can uh, chime in. Tell us what you think the back half will look like for Texas Tech. we got Kaylee's Daily next on 100.7 Score. Getting to the point. 
but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Happy Thursday, y'all. It's the bottom line on 100.7 to score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, christening in the First United Bank studio, keeping this up. Your thoughts, comments, questions, all more than welcome on the H Flowing Center chat line. Quick one here before we get to Kaylee's Daily. Thoughts on the greatest Astro of all time, Jose Altuve, resigning to be resigning or resigning to be an Astro for life. It works both ways. As an Astros fan, I'm thrilled. Ghost Rose, that's signed from Ghost of the Southwest Conference. I, I mean, it works both way uh, with, like, spelling, but it's a drastically different he's story. Res- with He's the resigned to be an Astro. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I mean, good for good for him, but as a Texas Rangers yeah. fan, man has not invented a meter that can measure how little I care that he signed up. So. Uh, he's a... Actually, good for them. The when biggest he's problem I have is, is naming Wait, what him about the greatest. The digitometer, because it does have zero on there. Well... Biggest problem I have is uh, naming him the greatest Astro of all time. Not, not yet, buddy. Yeah, not yet. Sorry. Good. Uh, good, for, good for good for the Astros. Justin Verlander is more important. Appreciate the fact that uh, you you signed a thirty three year old guy for seven years, six years. Randy Johnson's better Astro. Yeah. Five years. Five years. Yeah. Good. I'm, Jeff, I'm sure Jeff that I'm sure that he'll be. Uh, He's no Craig Biggio. Oh God! <laughs> I joke because I did that on accident. Uh, you know what? Most Astro fans today would probably call him Craig Biggio because they weren't Astros fans back in then. Heyo, heyo! All right, let's get to Kaylee's daily. A caca. Still don't know why you do it, do you? He doesn't know why. <laughs> oh, I know. What are, you, what are you talking about? I that bird sounded like it was dying. At the end. There was a lot of gumption, and then it was roadkill. Uh, Clint, uh, choice here. See, Kaylee says, "Grab your picnic baskets because today's Cartoon Week entry will have you feeling nostalgic." Introducing Yogi Bear. And a boo-boo. Two cartoon grizzly that live in a fictional national wildlife park known as? Jellystone. Jellystone, yes. Yogi Bear made his first appearance in the Huckleberry Hound Show, 1958. It was so popular, he received his own cartoon in 1961. And while it's not confirmed, it's highly hypothesized. That means guessed. (laughs) Got that. Thank you. I didn't know you had that uh, Dumas education. I'm no Scientologist, but I know that <laughs> you word. You had that Dumas education. Please speak down to choice more. I, know. I really um, like that. It's highly hypothesized that Yogi Bear is named after the famous baseball player, Yogi Berra. Mm-hmm. My guess was either that or Joe DiMaggio. Uh, shocking way, to hear highly that. Highly hypothesized horse name. Shocking to, to uh, hear that Jellystone is National Park is actually based on Yellowstone National Park, which what? is known for its grizzly bear population. We all know that grizzly bears are known for their large size and voracious. Voracious. That means huge. Appetite. Choice. Similar to the show, grizzlies are known for rummaging and stealing food from humans due to their strong sense of smell. With picnic baskets? Picnic baskets. It's often thought that Yogi and Boo Boo are related perhaps father and son, um, but creators confirm that Boo Boo is a constant companion and there's no actual relation to the bears at all. Constant companion horse name. That's a good one. I don't see you adding it. I am going to after I get a cough drop so I don't annoy people more. Constant companion. Okay. Yogi's uh, in the mix for a great cartoon, but I'd never a big fan of Yogi. He's a, he's a straight up thief. <laughs> he does steal a lot. He's a straight up thief, and he doesn't warn people about the dangers of forest fires once. Yeah, like Smokey Bear. He's not supposed to. He's worried about his food. Also, the dangers of feeding bears in the wild. Yeah, that one's probably more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are all these people leaving their food? And out Yogi, too? 
Yogi's hanging out with Boo Boo, and Boo Boo's trying to be this, you know, this. Hey, maybe we should yeah. shouldn't do this, but yeah, he Yogi, partakes in every one of those picnic baskets. That is true. Yogi not only doesn't listen to his conscience, Boo Boo, he also gets his conscience to come back exactly the wrong side. So, uh, is there an episode where someone like ties up their food correctly, and he's just confused as all get out, and just like, I don't know what you're supposed to, to do. tie it up in the, in the tree. It's well sealed. There was a. Grizzly. Have you ever done that? No, but there was a grizzly bear sighting. Um, they they heard and saw a grizzly bear jump into the to the river behind our RV park last year. Really? Yeah. Said it happened around two thirty in the morning, and I was like, "Great, it's <laughs> fun." Yeah, it's fun. Um, on the chat line, Bullfighter says we're just not going to mention Adolis Garcia. Adolis Garcia, they avoid arbitration. They signed him to a two year deal, which is good. Which is good. They just they just kick the can down the road. Is that the right move? I think it is because I, I, still I do am too. Not I am not a huge fan of locking up guys for for seven and eight years. I mean, because I don't know. I don't mind Corey Seager being a Ranger for a really long time, or Marcus uh, Simeon. Production drops off high after usually after year three. I mean, the the, the metrics show it every time. Production drops off. Usually somewhere between year and three and four. Except that Josh Young guy. Lock him up for a really long time. That's what we want. I love the idea of Josh being a Ranger for a long time, and I hope that's the case. But the reality is, you know, after his first contract, the Rangers got to work hard to keep him. Yeah. They are. But at the same time, if if you build off of a World Series here and not squander afterwards, we'll see. Then, the, then it's still an attractive place to be. It really is, and but the there but will be the, money. the the rule is that a young team that gets there ahead of schedule doesn't tend to stay there because a lot of the pieces that help them get there when when teams go all in when they've got the moment. They they don't tend to pay for those players, but it, it didn't seem like the Rangers last year in particular went all in to win a World Series. I think you didn't they went go all make, in. I mean, you, you oh, go, I think you they get went Montgomery. You go get a Scherzer. You, you, I think you went all in. You you got lucky with some guys. You know, you had some guys career out, and uh, oh, what's his name that went and signed with Seattle? Um, but you didn't win the division. You didn't have largely, to. Win it. it actually no, helped you. I, I mean, yeah, seemed to. I don't know. It's a team that, as far as Texas goes this year, I saw. I think there was a Sports Illustrated article mm-hmm. that is, you know, clickbait as much as anything, saying that the Astros are going to blow past the Rangers this year and win the division. I think by nine games. Oh well. And, uh, well, tell me what the luck lottery numbers are then. Yeah, I mean, it's that figured out. Good, good for you for penning that. Um, but I mean, you know, just as much as I know right now. That's the exactly Rangers. Right. This time last year, did anyone think the Rangers were going to be a team that, to one get yeah. to the postseason? Yeah, I mean, two have success there. I think. I think most people said, okay, if the Rangers things go well for the Rangers, you got a, a, an okay shot at the postseason. An okay shot at the postseason. Nowhere close to talking about winning a World Series. Yeah. This time last year. Nope. Um. I mean, you're talking about starting a rookie at third base. You've got you've got a middle infield. You've got you were, you were talking about an outfield that had, you know, journeyman, and you had Adolis, who no one's really sure how old that guy is. I mean, we're not, I mean, that's another reason you can't sign him long term. He could be he could be twenty two. He could be forty two. We're not another, really sure. Another one of those big sweaty Cubans. Wow. <laughs> Horse name. It's already been. I know. That's why I, used I know. It. I know. All right. Uh, it was based off of Araldus Chapman, yeah. who was uh, I know definitely I know a big sweaty Cuban. Cuban, yeah. Um, I what I like as just a baseball fan is that finally you have a AL West that features both the Rangers and Astros and Seattle and Seattle, but <laughs> By the way. but those two teams that are supposed to be rivals have never, when being in the same division, yeah. been good at the same time. Yeah. Until last year. Until last year. This and is going to be fun. And, and you know, if the Rangers, they need to hang on until the All-Star break because you're going to get DeGrom back sometime around the All-Star break and you're going to get Scherzer back sometime around the All-Star break. It's going to be like getting two um, 
uh, trade deadline pickups. Yeah. If they both come back and they're both strong. It's neat. Have a good rest of your day. I'm going to try. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Need some lunch. Go get some. Try. It's the bottom line. We'll roll on next on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday. You're listening to the Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jamie Lent. Yours from the First United Bank studio today. Also yours on television, Fox 34 News Now, YouTube on the uh, Double T Sports Network page there, and on your AM dial, 9.50 AM. However and wherever you're joining us from, we're glad that you've chosen to make us part of your Thursday. You can dial us up on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973, or uh, tweet us at 107thescore. Still plenty to get into over this the next two hours or so. Like... Uh, some basketball talk. Okay, I'm a fan of that. We could talk about a new video board if you want. A little baseball. Eight days away, Jamie. I know. Are you giddy yet? <laughs> I'm really just, anxious for just it to a little get tickled. Here. Like, I don't. What? If I was giddy, would I have to turn in my man card right afterwards? Not at all. Not if we're talking about sports. You can be giddy all you want when it's sports. Like when the Texas Rangers won. The World Series, I was I was giddy. When I when I hear giddy, I feel like giggling and like. I giggled like a little girl when the Rangers won the World <laughs> Series, and I have no shame in it. Okay, I think giddy is completely fine when talking about sports or your children <laughs> dropping a thirty piece in a game, something like that. Oh, okay. Tell me how that goes. You haven't experienced that yet. N- I figured you're. Not a 30 piece of nuggets, no. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah got, can you be giddy about McNuggets? General question. Uh, that's fair. I mean, probably. Uh, we'll get to some Super Bowl predictions from outside sources, not our own. We don't, we don't want our own. Uh, LeBron's feet. Yeah, that's really what Jamie's here to talk about. No. Okay. And a uh, mid-season review for basketball coming up. So you're going to give us uh, a few superlatives. Okay. Good with all that? You fine? I'm great. Definitely need to start with LeBron's feet, though, right? Have you seen the picture that has uh, floated around the internet? I have not. Of your guy, LeBron's feet? I know nothing of this story. How long has this story been in existence? Uh, I saw it like two days ago, I think. Clint, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I do not. I really want Jamie to Google LeBron's feet, though. So that's an. I actually algorithm. think you need that to be in your algorithm. I want you to to Google LeBron's feet as well, and see what to see what comes up of it. Um, Is that a horse name? LeBron's feet. That's probably that'll probably work. Anyway, so Are, I mean, is this a story about his toes being nasty or something? Like more than normal. Like okay, everybody's toes are nasty. No. Oh, I. Uh, okay. The picture. I'm. It just flashed in my head that I saw on Twitter, and I was tried to block it out. Yeah. So, so his pinky toe is like up on top of his uh, his other okay. toe. Up on turn. the foot, top. Click, For real, click, it click. did. Yes. Oh, I thought. I just don't want to see. And I, then, you know, like people his. People are into. People have foot fetishes. You are <laughs> you're a different type. Please don't say fetish to me again. Um, no, this is the Why ugliest looking foot I've ever seen. How does a man play basketball with those feet and play at the highest level ever? Besides Jordan. That should be like every game for him is his flu game with that foot. Right? How did he play like, through this? Seriously, it looks like one of his toes is displaced. Like it's like placed up on top of his foot, and then the other one is tucked underneath the for other. For some one. reason, I'm finding myself just turning away from choice right now. <laughs> you probably as should. If 
Choice is wearing we'll the toes. About Choi- the Choice is LeBron's foot oh, at yeah. this yes. point in time. I just keep looking away from him. It's like he did the little piggy thing, except he did it with like the jigsaw villain. This little piggy went halfway up his foot. I'll probably post this to the challenge. Just to why let would everybody... you do that? So, like, because we're let people be visual. We're an audio medium medium here, so I don't want to hog it all to myself. I promise you, people, you don't want to see it. Don't look. The most. The the thing here though is this has got to be the worst advertisement for Nike shoes <laughs> ever. It's like this is what night wearing Nikes for nineteen years is gonna do to your foot. No, it's the opposite. It oh, it's be like opposite. he can play through these. Yes, feet. this is how good these shoes are. You, yeah, you probably spun yeah, that what around. What am I doing? Sticking up for Nike? No, apparently, you, what's wrong with me? We are. we just had a caller who wanted to uh, remind you of Verby's girlfriend with six toes. Uh, <laughs> Wait, that wasn't cinnamon, right? No, that was a different one? Or was it cinnamon? Only Verbi. Okay. Yes, thanks I can't for reminding up. us of that. Can't keep up with all the Verbies, ladies, or other. Uh, keep the uh, thoughts, the comments coming in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I'm glad I could help everybody out. Man, what a fine start this show is off to. I Do you think he stubs his toe more or less with that foot? When I was trying to find this on the internet to post, seven, uh, what came up was 17 gnarly sports feet you cannot unsee. So there's a whole – I'll just go ahead and post that. And I think uh, Choice just went, I'll save this for later. <laughs> I'm going to just post the whole thing to the chat line. And you have the option to click or not if you want. Basically. Mm. You're right over there. I'm telling you my stomach turned a little bit. I could tell. You really mm. like – Made me a little queasy. You were bothered. It's a real kick in the gut for Jamie. Uh, here's this from the AIDS Flooring Center chat line. What do you think of this post out of Arizona? And it is someone predicting their schedule. I don't even know who it is. Can't tell from it. Uh, they've got 10 and 2 Big 12 champs with their only losses at Utah and at home against Colorado. It's interesting. Yeah but a win against Texas Tech. So they play at Utah, then at home against Texas Tech. Uh, I, I think Texas Tech losing that game in Tucson wouldn't be the craziest thing ever. No, I think I have it as your third toughest game of the year. Right now, I, I'm kind of tossing up with Arizona. I, I need to see them. I need to see what mm-hmm. happens there. Again, there, it would have been maybe the toughest game of the year to me Pre Jed Fish bouncing, but you got a fan base that's upset. You got quite a few players out. A lot where I think it's going to hurt them the most isn't necessarily this year, but it will be in the future, where they had lost quite a few recruits. So you look at their their numbers from signing day yesterday. Uh, they but they did very, lose their quarterback, right? They didn't. No, they did not. Okay, no, and that's where I think they they still make me nervous. They kept their quarterback, who was really good this year, and they kept their top receiver. Okay. The Tetra Taroa, or however the heck you Tetra say it. Tetra Seems legit. But um, I I would be surprised to see Arizona go 10-2 and two after Jed Fish. Mm-hmm. Eight, I still expect them to wins? be. Yeah, I expect yeah. them to be top six-ish at least in the Big 12. Yeah. Would, I, I, yeah, I would expect them to be a top upper half team for sure. Keep the uh, thoughts coming in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll get to some more, some more of those. And uh, basketball midseason review coming up next on 100.7 The Score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Thursday. You're listening to The Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jamie Lett, Clint Scott, and yours till 3 o'clock today. Keep the uh, commentary rolling in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll get to some more of that in just a little bit. Basketball time. Fred Raiders play a basketball game a little over 48 hours from now against uh, UCF. Don't call me Central Florida. The 
Are they one that does not want to be called Central Florida? Oh, yeah. Florida? They're, they're one of those that if you, you go outside the UCF realm, kind of like the TCU, they, and they, get, they e- get upset. Equally mad if you go Golden Knights. Yes, they do get upset if you call them Golden Were they Golden Knights ever, or is that just a misconception? That's a great question. Because I, I thought swore, they were. I yeah. swore they were the Golden Knights. Uh, who was the quarterback who played for the Jaguars? That was Bortles. there. Like a de- yeah, Blake Bortles. I thought they were the Golden Knights while he was there. But we're we're going with Knights. So they're the UCF Knights and only the UCF Knights. Okay. There we go. They dropped the Golden from their name uh, when the team re- rebranded in 2007, moving to their new stadium. So they were Golden Knights at one point. What's wrong with being gold? I don't know. I mean, it's it's not like it's purple. <laughs> it's gold. You could be proud of that color. So, somebody told me yesterday who was wearing purple shoes that purple is the color of royalty. It is actually. Yeah. It's also the color of people wearing dorky shoes. Whoa. Did you tell them we live in America? My son has some purple on one of his pairs of shoes. That's unfortunate. I wouldn't wear them. I steal my son's shoes sometimes, but not that pair. Um, Anyway, so you play UCF on Saturday. We kind of went through the the record yesterday and and what you thought would happen down the stretch and and that sort of thing. Uh, Did you see the report yesterday on Grant McCasland? About that he was sick. That he was bedridden for Two yeah, and didn't, a half didn't know days. that he, didn't know that he um didn't know that he was bedridden, but uh the television crew on Tuesday night made reference to him being sick. Right. They talk and about him being fighting sick, it but, just like the team did. But you being in bed for two and a half days and a hundred three fever, uh that's that's kind of a big deal. So Well, I mean, we knew the team was un- undermanned as far as they were under the weather and all that kind of stuff. I just. It also makes you wonder. Okay, how extensive were practices this week compared to a normal week? Well, I mean, if he's not there, they have assistants that run it. But it would be better if he was there. Sure, but are yeah. the is the team because you're so sick? Are they going through a normal practice? Are they able to do things as normal of a week as possible, prepping for a game? The the point I bring up is that it's. I was still pretty impressed with the effort you put out against Baylor. I would have been impressed with a six-point loss with a full roster. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I would have felt like that was a good performance. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you were definitely undermanned and um, and your guys didn't have their full, you know, you could see not everybody was playing full energy and all, all the above was on top of their game. And it was, you know, after hearing that, on Saturday, you had guys fighting the flu. It it made total sense. I I um, I, I feel like uh, you know that would have affected the guys. Yeah. And so after losing by six, whether or not your head coach was bedridden or not, I think we all were impressed were with the fact that you hung around and gave yourself a chance and all that good stuff. Uh, but I guess this part is just just little icing on the cake. I guess so. Yeah. Um. So, Jamie, we've hit the halfway point in the season. Obviously, really great start to Big 12 play. Not a great last three games or so. Record 0-3 in those last three. But if I were to ask you to give me a few of these. Okay. uh, Let's start with MVP of the first half for Texas Tech basketball. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Pop Isaacs. Hard to, yeah, not go there. I mean – You'd gone before Big Twelve play started. I would have gone Joe Toussaint. Probably, yeah, probably fair. But I am more so looking towards Big Twelve since we're talking first yeah, half. No, I of, get it. Uh-huh. Big Twelve play, and even if you went just overall at this point, I think Pop has overtaken Toussaint. Yeah. yeah, I think I would have said Pop either way, just edging out Toussaint, just because Pop had the. Uh, couple of big shots that put him over the edge a little bit but i don't i wouldn't have a problem with tucson i i think like big 12 play the only answer is pop isaacs when he's you know since conference play has hit has kind of led the conference in scoring which has been really impressive and also much needed uh what about biggest surprise 
and this can be a player or whatever. What was your biggest surprise from the first half of of Big Twelve play? It can be a game. I don't. I mean, you don't have to box it in. The record that you're five and four. This is this is supposed to encompass the whole. Or you can say at the one start. Point that you, you were five and one. That's yeah, fine. The start. There you go. The start. There you go. I think that's fair. That yeah. you got off to a five and one start. That's probably the biggest surprise. Um, it would be hard to say who. If I was looking for player, maybe Darion Williams. Yeah. Um, I think my biggest well, surprise. No, I might go Kerwin Walton, because he was just a non-factor last year. Yeah, if I'm going the whole season, it, it is Kerwin Walton. I, yeah. I haven't expected that at all. If I'm if I'm going more so Big Twelve play, I've I've been probably the most surprised that you've been able to con- shoot it as well from outside it consistently, like you have. I mean, Texas mm-hmm. is one of the best three point shooting the, teams in the Big Twelve right now. Part of that's the way you share the basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, driving kick, and that you have so many pieces that that can shoot. It's not just relying on one guy. Yeah, okay. Pop, Chance, McMillan, Kerwin uh, Walton, Walton, Tucson at times. Yeah, you got Darian Williams can knock him down occasionally. Yeah, you got you got a lot of options there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I've got two games that are tied, and that's that you found ways to win both against Kansas State and BYU. Mm. The way those games were headed, I I'm still just you know you talked about hey. Played with fire a little bit, you could say it that way, or you know, boy, just gritty, and both were gritty, just sticking with it type of wins. But when you just think about how bad that, like the Kansas State game was ugly, and you were down, found a way to win, and BYU just looked like a complete 180 switch and then found your offense. They looked like they were going to shoot you out of the gym, and they did in the first half. The fact that you found ways to win both of those. Now it's kind of just set the precedent. So like, all right, you can go down however much you want, and you're never really going to be all the way out of it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like turned into as well. Like if you do go down in the first half, I'm just like, well, let's just see what happens in the second half. Hold on, guys. Okay, biggest disappointment. Can I? Can I oh, yeah. We don't have to. No, oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, biggest disappointment. Um. How bad our uniforms look when one of our players is wearing bright, bright blue shoes? <laughs> Don't be dragging on Chance McMillan right now. Because <laughs> he's just one of a million players in college basketball that wears Guess colors what? way I off. I don't care about the other millions. Okay. Uh, I just care about, care about my kids, man. I don't care about other people's kids. I know. These are our kids. <sighs> I uh, am with you. I've just... Like yeah. I've never liked this, I, I, but I'm, I'm so used to it at this point. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. College I, basketball, I, high school basketball, uh, wherever. Yeah, I was just kind of trying to be funny. I'm sorry. That's that's yeah. fine. Biggest How dare you? Disappointment. Um, man, it's things have been so good that it's hard to um, complain too much. Isn't that funny? Sorry, I'm like off track with the shoe thing now. But watching, I just watched the Air movie not too long ago, and the restrictions the NBA had on shoes oh, back find Jordan, then. Find Jordan because the majority of them yeah, they fined him five thousand dollars a game because they weren't because he had red shoes. Mm-hmm. And now you can literally wear colors that are way off. Yeah. So sorry, I got sidetracked about it. Biggest disappointment? Uh, you don't have one. Uh, the Cambridge got hurt. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you could use him right now. Yeah, you sure. That depth would have helped mm-hmm. at various points. Yeah, I thought he brought a toughness and yeah. leadership quality and also all that. Again, speaks to your team that you've been mm-hmm. able to, to even be above five hundred without really, him. Really liked his makeup and his game. I didn't know he wore makeup. Gosh, I, I dad knew joke it. of the day coming. I, I knew it in twenty minutes. Plenty more from uh, you on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Someone did agree with you on the Devon Cambridge. We'll get to Clinton Mine in a little bit. But uh, question of the day next on 100.7 The Score.
bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Are you tired of Clint's pranks like I am? I enjoy everything that Clint brings to the table. This was more pointed towards you, though. This prank is towards you because he knows you don't want to Clint's do just trying to have good fun. All right. There's no such thing. All this fun is, just is bad me fun. forgetting that sometimes it's already in the oh, law. Is this what it is? <laughs> it's the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. No take versus take today. There's no one prepared any questions. But we do have – well, first we can qu- finish the question real quick before the Clint's question of the day. What uh, was most disappointing to you? I like that you said we didn't have any prepared questions and we just went through like five of them. Uh, I'll go true. Uh, that it's not that you lost to TCU. Don't get me wrong, because I think that that was going to be a tough game. And I said at that point it was going to be your toughest game of the season and believe that. It's that I had to watch a loss to TCU <laughs> on the second ugliest basketball court in America. <laughs> Okay. Um, Alternative answer, I was I was disappointed your last time out. I was I was looking for a back to back good performance type feel from Robert Jennings. Mm-hmm. You didn't get that, and that's yeah. not saying like that's a boy. This has just killed my view on him for the rest of the season, but. That was something I was really focused on. And that was before even knew Warren Washington was out and you were really going yeah. to need a good performance from him. And just that you didn't get that in back-to-back games was a little disappointing. I was really hoping for that, too. That's disappointing. My disappointment was that you lost on your home floor to Cincinnati. I get that that team, I think they are in the latest bracketology. I think they are one of the last four teams. Last four in. in. Yeah. yeah, so they're, they're a tournament team according to the, the bracketology. But still, you want to take care of business at home. You yeah, feel like you were the better team. You can afford maybe two losses at home the whole year. Maybe I don't know. Depends what your goals are. Um, and you didn't want to waste one on Cincinnati because you yeah. got Baylor, you got TCU, you got Kansas still coming to town. I yeah, that was the most disappointing. Even with the circumstances of the illness and and those sorts of things, it just was was a little frustrating. I think the I think the elephant in the room the most disappointing thing without question. I don't care which version you want to believe or don't believe, whatever is whatever went on in the Bahamas oh, has brought embarrassment to the program. That's the most disappointing. Thing. I think that's a fair statement. And now time for Clint's question. Time now for Jamie's question of the day brought to you by someone not named Jamie. All right, I want to know, what is the second most disappointing thing for Texas Tech basketball this season? I'm just kidding. Clint. <laughs> I'm going to find a way to make it Clint. Clint is the most second most disappointing thing. <laughs> Have you gone to a game with Clint yet this year? This year? I don't uh, – kind of. We yeah. sat catty corner from each other. Like he was in one section, I was in the next one. Over. Oh, that seems way too close. It was I mean, very that's close. His wife was there. So far apart. Are you guys gonna sit together on Monday night? Well, his wife was there, and I had kids there. So, okay. yeah, my wife was actually the one. I that spotted would absolutely first. end up stabbing Clint with a soldering iron if I have to sit by him. I'm pretty sure you cannot get a soldering iron absolutely. into the USA. I know the bowels of the USA. Totally. I know how to sneak stuff into the USA. It's all wrong. Just kidding. What's the most dangerous thing you've snuck into the USA while we're recording? Uh, Probably knives, but that's it. Lots of Mountain Dew. That is dangerous to your teeth. Yeah, that is pretty dangerous. No, if I have to send by Clint for the KU game, then I'm going to – I don't know if we'll have one of us on Tuesday. I would like to say I'm a very respectful person to sit beside – what would you would rather you wear do? That ugly blue. What would you rather do? No, this isn't going to be good for you. You have an actual. Okay, question. here was the question. <laughs> would you rather? <laughs> we just hijacked it. <laughs> would you question. rather sit with Clint <laughs> on Saturday oh night? Oh my gosh! Or, excuse me, Monday, Monday night, night. Watch and Kansas wins by let's say fifteen. Oh gosh! Or whatever it is, pull my toenails off. <laughs> Or hang out at the Colony watching the Chiefs game on Sunday night. 
is it the actual colony where no one has clothes or that's man that, that's, that's the way the you dice. worded that it's rolling the dice because easily <laughs> you just don't know what you're gonna get i think man. i think it's worse if you don't know jamie <laughs> easily rather go watch the chiefs game with chuck hines because i don't have a dog in the hunt there if it was chiefs versus cowboys then we're talking something else but I don't ever have to worry about the Cowboys being in the Super Bowl. But do you care if you have a dog in the hunt if everyone is nude around you? <laughs> Are you trying any of the Super Bowl dips? That is the question. <laughs> the appetizers on the menu. Oh boy, howdy. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm choosing a lot of things. I would rather fight a bear. A literal bear, was, which might also have a little four foot black bear. But I would rather fight a bear than have to sit <laughs> by Clint through a Jayhawk win on Monday night. But it doesn't matter. The Red Raiders going to win on Monday anyway. You turned him angry. You've angered the boy. Do you have an actual yeah, question over there? Uh, I I do want to stick one. with Texas Tech basketball, um, and I'm going to go to the schedule, and this is going to be cut and dry. Yesterday we did baseball. I gave you three series. But since we're at the halfway point of Big 12 play, cut and dry, you get one game. And this is not the one that you think Tech needs to win. But personally for you, which one do you want Tech to win the most? <laughs> I think we just answered that question. <laughs> way back 30 seconds ago. So any of the basketball games? Any of the basketball games that are left. Yeah. It's... it's... Ooh. Are you just trying to get through this quickly, Clint? Well, there is that Longhorn game on the other side, but... Look, I mean, yes, you have Kansas here. You also have the Longhorns here. You have Baylor here. You have a ro- you have a road trip to Iowa State that would be pretty sweet to win. But I get if it would be easy. Um, I think it's still Kansas. Like, if this is one of those you can guarantee me a win type of thing, yeah, I want to guarantee the Kansas one because I think you're going to beat Texas anyway. But it's not a guarantee. Just which one do you want to win the most? <sighs> yeah, I'm surrounded by more Jayhawks than Longhorns, so give me, give me KU. That one's the one I want. I think you make a really good case for Iowa State because that would be a really impressive road win, and you're kind of like if you're winning that one, then you're probably winning a bunch of other games. Well, like again, if but, it was the if it was the you can guarantee me that I would definitely pick the Iowa State game because I think that's the least likely mm-hmm. you are to win any of those. But I it really goes back to um, kind of what Choice just got into. I, I don't hang out with any Iowa State folks. <laughs> okay, so I yeah. wait. Are you hanging out with the Kansas folks? I, I, Five hours a day. He just day. hires them everywhere. I don't know why. So uh, I'll pick uh, the Kansas game. Do you think that? Because yeah, I went through that. It's list just like and- it's just like when I lived in East Texas, my dislike for the Aggies was super super high. Exactly. Yeah. And it's gone w- way down because I just don't have to deal with them anymore. I'm not around them. They're not talking trash to me. I'm not having to see them. You know, in their celebratory moods when things go well for them okay so i don't have to deal with iowa state people so celebratory moods horse name do you think uh that's that'll also be at the colony have you found yourself party have you found yourself uh you know saying horse names at home because i definitely do when i yes and none of nobody in my family gets it (laughs) my my wife gets it i don't know if the the kids i guess do too because i showed them the race last year but how do you spell celebratory? Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> no, spell it out for us. We also gained uh, hypocrisy from uh, Chuck this morning when he was trying to read the word hypocrisy. He's like, why did they spell it hypocrisy? Which was the correct way. <laughs> He's taking weight shots at someone named Chris. Hypocrisy walking through. That's probably what it was. Yeah. No, I I would, I, I think you make a good case for Iowa State, but I mean, I just think it's so fun when you have a, you know, a great team with a big name like Kansas coming to town and the atmosphere is so awesome at, at uh, the USA. It'll be a lot of fun on Monday night, and I think that would be really cool to win that game. Do you think that yeah. answer, again, if they're not hanging out with Jayhawks, because a team I didn't say that's also coming here is TCU. 
Yeah. A lot of hate towards that program. Do you is think that, that would be one? anyone's answer? Is that your second on the list, or is it Texas? I would be second in front of Texas, yes. Mm. Yeah. Because I dislike TCU way more than I dislike Texas. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.